So amazing, uh, you see how they playing uh, Live wire, it's all about sports and entertainment uh, You don't wanna miss it, so official like you never seen Keep it going till the whistle blowing from the referee uh, Everything from highlights and stats You know that we gotta run it back Whether on the field or the court You know that this is where it's at uh, Subscribe, no delaying uh, This is Live Wire uh, Sports and entertainment Let's go What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another Live Wire Sports Update. I'm back at you with another one. All right. Today's episode, we about to get into some Washington Commanders talk. Um, um, mostly dealing with the draft. I'm not talking about the new allegations. I'll talk about that probably in another video a little bit. But what Washington can do in this draft to improve the offense and the defense. Well, for one, they have the number 11 pick. There's a lot of scenarios for that number 11 pick. We definitely outlined them all. We went through them all. We sorted out player from player. But with the number 11 pick, if Kyle Hamilton or Stingley drops at 11, you definitely do not, you do not pass up on that. If you pass up on it, you this franchise is going to be the laughing stock in the NFL because then you allow somebody like the Giants or well, the Giants or the the Eagles to get him. Now, with that being said, the Giants do pick before us. What if they draft Stingley? What if they draft Hamilton? What does Washington do from there? Now, Ron Rivera has talked about outlining his. Um, draft plans, him and um, Mayu, but are they sold on taking a receiver at 11? Me, personally, I wouldn't do it because there are other receivers in the later rounds. Trade back. Either get yourself a, if you're looking at a defensive lineman, a linebacker, or um, there's other safeties. If you miss out on Hamilton, like Bubba Boulder, which I have highlight that is probably the second best safety in this draft because him and Kyle Allen plays the same position. They both hybrid. They both cover the field. They both have speed. And if you look at both of them, statistic, um, um, la um, the statistics from last year, they're very much similar. So Kyle Allen just a little bit bigger, but not say Bubba Bolden can't hit the weight room and get a little bit bigger. I think Bubber is a little bit faster, but neither less, they're both rangy safeties. So if you miss Allen, Stingley, okay, in the later rounds, you got another safety to stand out back there. That is Bubba Bolden. So, and I think he's not getting a lot of buzz that he should because of all the top players, but he is worth a look. He is that damn dynamic. As a Miami Hurricane fan that covers covers Miami football, trust me when I tell you. All right. So, with that being said, Washington, if Washington miss out on Stingley and Hamilton, do not draft a wide receiver at 11, because now they talk about Jamison Williams could be going to Washington at 11. I like Jamison Williams. I think he is a hell of a dynamic player. But would Jamison Williams got this buzz if Mitchie? His other the, um, the star wide receiver for Miami had got hurt. No, you wouldn't think that because Mitchie would have got all the accolade. 
And I think Mitchie would have been probably the number one wide receiver coming off the board in this draft if he didn't get hurt. Jamison Williams probably would have projected somewhere in the later rounds. Then you, I could see Washington snagging him if that was the case. But picking him in the first round, nah. Olave, no. Wilson, no. I mean, hell, if you're going to do that, then you better get Drake London. Get Drake London because he's a big body, prototype receiver, and he's he's like a Mike Evans. He's like a DK Metcalf type of, type of dude, A.J. Brown type dude. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to do that, but if not, trade back, get quality picks. And that's something that Mar uh, Mayu talked about is trading back and want quality picks. If that, that home run pick ain't there at 11, trade back, get multiple picks, then build your draft and stock your players up. There ain't, there is no way that you should not be able to multi multiply your picks from 11 because a lot of teams looking to trade up. And then what you could do is solidify everything, make sure you build that, build the defense part, get the offensive part around Carson Wentz, make sure you get a good quality tight end with something that he loved when he was in Philly, get another dynamic wide receiver to add to Tarek McGloin and everything else. Then what's left is to fill out. If you're gonna get, if you're looking at running back or you're looking at cornerback in the draft in the later rounds or whatever the case might be, you build that building block. You don't because if if what you want ain't there at 11, don't just settle for it. And knowing that you can get something greater, you've been Washington has been good building the draft, building a roster through. The later rounds, you know what I'm saying? Like, like for instance, Chase Young. You, everybody knew Chase Young was going to Washington with the number two pick. If you, if you know that's the player that you want, then you drafted him. But just getting a wide receiver when this wide receiver class is very deep, it, it, it'd be mind-boggling because then you don't have a third-round pick and you don't have a what a fifth-round pick. So. You need to get picks. Don't settle for no wide receiver. Now, there's been talk about should Washington um, draft a quarterback. I mean, draft a quarterback, yeah. Me, personally? No. Because if you really feel that Carson Wentz is that guy, and it has been said that Carson Wentz, I mean, he's probably the best quarterback we had and win forever. So you could still build around him. He knows the NFC East good. Build around him, get him weapons. He got the offenses more talent that he had when he was in Philly and in Indy, you know. So therefore, build, continue to build around him. Get him great weapons, great disposal where he he doesn't have to overdo anything or put the game in his hands when it when it matters. You don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Let his playmakers do the playmaking for him. Allow him just to sit there and deliver. You know what I'm saying? And then just and then just build up the defense. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things in this defense that you could now. I know they're waiting on London Collins. Um after June 1st for his money to come off the books 
and maybe they're gonna use that to pay Terry. Maybe they use that to sign another player. Who knows? But at the end of the day, Washington definitely has a lot of choices ahead of them. But just don't allow things to where you're so fixated and stuck on one player because that's what Daniel Snyder did with them for years. He was fixated on one player and made them pick that player, and these players did not work out. So therefore, make sure that you know who you're looking for, who you targeting. Yeah, you brought a you brought over thirty something players in. You worked them out. You know what I'm saying. And if you think some of them players are going, going to make it through the second round, then that's your chance to grab one of them. It's all about feeling need in, in, instead of quantity. You know what I'm saying. Your need is cornerback, safety, wide receiver, tight end. Fill them needs but with great um, quality of them players. Don't just fill a, the quantity of the need and then just because you have to have something and then it doesn't work out. It don't work that way. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of, as I said, like a lot of things Washington has to do. They got to change a lot, you know, because that Jamie Davis pick last year was a bad pick. It was a really bad pick because believe me, Washington could have probably traded that, traded out that pick and got multiple picks in the later rounds. There was a, they could have, they shouldn't have even took Jamie Davis, but we got him. Now we could, we're gonna have to use him the right way and make sure that he's in the right position to succeed for next year. Um, expectations for this year? I do believe we have a chance to win the division. I do believe we'll make the playoffs. I do believe we'll be one of the four best teams in the NFC, NFC next year. Um, matter of fact, I think outside of outside of Tampa and the Rams, I think we'll be up there. Everybody else, I'm not even worried about over there. Nobody outside of Tampa and the Rams, I ain't worried about no team in the NFC. I think we'll be one of the top three to four teams in the NFC next year. But this draft is going to have to solidify that. And then also after the draft, you still have a chance to sign some free agents to bring them in for depth also. And you, it might be something, like I said, take a look at some of the players in the USFL right now that's playing. There could be potential talent over there that you could snag. You can snatch out. There's talent all the way around. You don't have to, if you, you don't have to sell everything inside the draft but there's also free agents that's outside the USFL and free agents in the NFL that you can't sign to fill depth. Because I'm sure that some of the NFL teams watching the USFL, seeing what talent out there, see who they can grab to, to plug in some of their position. That's what the USFL is for, to help benefit the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So, but with that being said, guys, let me know your. Um, let me know what you think about the draft um, on Thursday. Would you? What direction you think Washington might go into? Who you think Washington might draft at eleven? Who you think? Um, who Washington might trade back with the eleven pick? And who would you think Washington first pick will be if they trade back? Until the next time, guys. Salute to you. Go Commanders. Peace.